Welcome to How We Seize It with me, Noah, and my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> All right, welcome back. Uh, we're uh, going to do our uh, season finale, last couple episodes of Picard, and kind of do, a, I guess, the the full series coverage today. Oh, were we, were we supposed to rewatch <clears throat> the whole thing? No, like... <laughs> no, not, not a whole. I mean, we did the other ones, but I was just saying, like, uh, we'll give our kind of thoughts overall. I mean, we're going to. We're going to cover the last three episodes, which really kind of wraps up the season since it's only a 10 season. So I figure it's kind of 10, it's 10 episode. A, yep. It's, it's a three, three episode kind of complete how we feels about it, how we sees it. Um, Cause I think it all kind of encompasses in that in there it, to me, it did at least like by the end of it, I felt the same way about the last three episodes as I kind of felt about the season. Yeah, I have some differences, but there's definitely an overall feeling that I can, I can, I can try to convey. Um, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, it was it was interesting, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. So we're still stuck here in the in the middle of the lockdown, the the COVID nineteen quarantine. Stay home, stay safe. Uh, now we're at uh, face mask requirement level. I don't know about you. Oh, that's I, right. You're working at home, so you don't have to wear the face mask. Um, all day, luckily. Yeah. Um, well, if I go into work, I have to, I have to put it on. Um, I'm kind of in a, in a weird situation where we go for walks and part of me wants to put it on. Part of me doesn't (laughs) like to, um, I, I've been, I've been heckled. My wife and I have been going for walks. Uh, and I, I, I'll have the face mask on and, uh, there was a drive by and somebody, uh, you know, heckling us from, from wearing our face masks. So it feels almost like you're making some sort of, you know, political commentary by, by wearing it. Or if you don't wear it, you're doing the same thing. So it, it's a weird, it's well, a that's weird interesting. Feeling. Why would you heckle someone for that? So first off, the way I understand <laughs> it is if you're, if you're outside and you're not really like within, you know, uh, an area where there's a bunch of people, you don't have to wear them. Correct. You're not required to for walks, for runs. Uh, yeah. But if you go into places of businesses, you are required. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see someone's, you know, but it's the same thing. Like I look at people driving by themselves in the morning and on the way home wearing them. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? Why, why are you wearing it when you're driving? We, you know, <clears throat> I, I found myself wearing it while I was driving and not so much because I was worried about, you know, the air I was breathing right. inside the car, but because I, I, I left, a, I left a place, I got in the car and I just started driving and it wasn't for another five minutes that I realized, Oh, I still got this thing on with, you know, and I oh, pulled it so off. So, so it was more just wear- not thinking about it. Yeah. I'm having to wear it all day at work and I'm pulling the damn thing off. Uh, matter of fact, I have to put it on more times than beca- when someone comes around because I'm trying. I'm trying not to wear it as much as I can. It is the most uncomfortable. Uh, just, I understand what it's for, but it is not a fun thing. And I've gone through like three or four different type types of masks to try and figure it out. And I even had to trim. I almost, I almost shaved completely because mm-hmm. it was like so annoying. The, the first day I was eating so much whiskers, it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, and so, but uh, the regular face masks, the ones that go behind your ears, you know, those, um, they're just uncomfortable. My work bought us some and they're too small. Like if it's over your nose, it's barely covering your chin. If it's under your chin, it doesn't cover your nose. Right. What about your glasses? Oh, fog up completely. Yeah, mine get, 
I'll be I'll be grocery shopping and trying to read some something and I can't yeah. I can't read it because uh, I'm fogging up. Take them off and uh, exactly. Then I, then so I can't I read it because it's out of focus. Well, even Sunday I went out and uh, I didn't even take a regular mask. I just took a bandana, wrapped it around my face, which I thought was kind of fun. You know, gave me that that cowboy feel like I was going to rob a bank. Uh, so that was, uh, but yeah, uh, the other one, so I started wearing one at work the last two days. Uh, when we went camping last summer, um, with my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and my nieces, uh, they were all into survivor at the time, like super into survivor. The girls were, were all into it. So I got buffs for everybody, you know, the, the kind of round tube, like bandana type things. Nice. So I got, I got uh, a round of ones for everybody. So everybody had their own. You know, so the girls can pretend they're survivor or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so just happened to Alyssa happened to remember hers. I have another one, but I can't find it. That is the best thing that I found so far. It actually stays kind of in place. It's not uncomfortable. You know, it just kind of stays around my neck and I pull it up over my face when I have to and drop it when I'm when I'm not. Right. I so. I just tore up a, a dry wick shirt because I want to get one for for going out running. I, I, I run on a trail nearby, which is right next to a. Um, a doctor's office. I think I talked about this yeah, yeah. a week or two ago. But uh, so I, I'm passing a lot of uh, you know nurses and doctors that are taking breaks or something like that. So <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to be without a mask. Um, right, right. And uh, but but trying to run with some of these some of these masks is ridiculous. So yeah. um, so I'm having I I I just tore up a a dry wick shirt. I tried to make one. I failed miserably. So uh, Cindy took the rest of it to to a friend who's who's gonna give it a shot. Uh, she's nice. been um, making them, and so yeah. So we'll see how that I goes. I don't know how lo- I don't know how much longer we're gonna have to make wear them, but man, I'm already ready not to. Yeah, that's kind of a struggle right now. No one really knows. Uh, you know, I think what's the date? the 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 first May first is is when, or actually, I don't even know California. They even set a date. The masks themselves yeah, in Sonoma County, but I've heard a lot of different things. I heard just today, uh, Nevada was opening up the first, and then uh, I think it's the fifteenth because he said uh, it was. You talking the, about Mr. Beekman? Right, he said he said Nevada was opening up the fifteenth, and then June first is when the casinos were scheduled to be. Okay, open. I had it. Back I mean, a lot of I this is is a. I thought it was the first a conversation. I don't know if they're actually uh, committed to those dates or if, if, uh... well, I think that's the, they, they want to have a plan mm-hmm. and plans can change, but you know, want to have a plan going forward. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. But, yeah. I'm, I, so the one thing I do know about those masks is they'll tell you right away if you got bad breath because you get an instant <laughs> feedback, right? Right. You're like, Oh, I'm going to get some gum. <laughs> I'm going to get some gum. So that that's the one thing I can say with with masks is that you you really get your own uh, instant feedback on your breath. <laughs> so, so that's been cool. pretty eye opening for you, huh? Well, it just it hit me. I was I mean not like I was like oh my god, you know, it wasn't bad, but it was just one of those. It was like, oh okay, that, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> but yeah, not, nothing horrible. Not like I was like you know melting paint or anything like that. But it was just. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't even remember what I, I had some crackers or something. So I think it had a pretty strong like uh, seasoning taste or, or like a rosemary or something. And it definitely came out in the, the aroma of the, the mask. So nice. So what what else have you been doing? I know you I know you've been working on your uh, barbecue. How, how's that coming? Um, 
I redid the lid. So it's all this countertop I've been I've been building has been really a lot more complicated than it than it probably had to be because because I because it has to open and close. Right. And so right. I'm making it out of out of uh, cement or in this case it's a mortar mix that I pour into a mold, and I had to make one two three, four, five different pieces because it's like, it's got a lid for one barbecue and it's got the side shelves on either side. It's got a backing and then it's got a middle part. I made all those up, but these things are all really, really heavy. It was like, you know, 60 pounds for, for one piece. Could you do them out of wood? Yeah, but I wanted to do it as a outdoor countertop. I, this was something I found a, a do it yourself thing on, on uh, YouTube. And I'm actually really pleased with them, but uh, the complexity came from having to make it a lifting lid, um, right. and when you're dealing with that that uh, that heavy heavy material, that's why I was wondering. I mean, you would save save yourself some weight. Well, one of my original thoughts was for the for the uh, uh, the lid to be a um, cutting board. So so you say wood? Yeah, I actually almost almost uh, had had a cutting board built to specs, but uh, I decided against that. I didn't. I didn't want it out in the weather, and I, I, I and another thing I liked is this do-it-yourself uh, uh, video I found on how to make it allows you to do a um, uh, design where you can actually do an indent of, of symbols, and so I've been decorating it too. Um, but I redid I, I redid the the lid because I was I, that was my first one that I did with a symbol, and it turned out crappy. And I redid <laughs> it a second time; it turned out much better the second time. So nice. So. Uh, um, no, it's it's uh, because I took off part of it. I ended up busting some of the bricks. I had to redo the bricks, and uh, and that's that's been done again. Um, and uh, it's 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 close. I didn't want to rush it because I wanted the I wanted the uh, mortar to have a little bit more time to set in the bricks because gotcha. that's not uh, that's not a quick set one. Um, and since I'm putting so much weight on it, I wanted a little few extra time. It's one of those projects that's taking me probably a lot longer than it should, but but I'm enjoying it, and it gives me something to do. Uh, nice. You know, uh, not during the week uh, weekdays. I'm still pretty pretty busy with work, but uh, weekends and it, it's 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 nice. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good though. Yeah, and I'm nice. still I get to use it as barbecue too. So I never did. Right, I, yeah. I still haven't gotten the uh, propane for the other side, but I'm using the. I'm using the charcoal grill, so that works. Well, what about you? What do you have to? So, uh, God, what did I do this weekend? I know um, part of it was I I got my motorcycle. I've been trying to get my motorcycle up and running again. Uh, How long has that been? I had probably been in a a year since I rode it. Okay. Um, uh, You know, I go through that. I don't ride during the, the... foul weather and cold i'm just i'm not that kind of rider and if my knee's bugging me i won't ride either so it's been a while and then so i had to put a new battery in it and i'm like okay cool got a new battery got it in there started up i'm like oh cool okay didn't have to fight started it up which was which was nice noticed the back tire was a little low so i go to fill it up and fills up and i'm like okay and then i go to put the cap on it and i hear a hissing sound so where the the valve stem was going in, it act, the rubber there had actually kind of worn away or rotted. So if I pushed on it, the air would kind of seep out of the the stem. So I'm like, well, that's that's not safe. I can't I can't ride like that. So uh, got a good got a hold of someone that I know that uh, is very smart with uh, motorcycles. Our, our good friend Mr. Ruggles, right. and uh, 
And so he told me, he, he gave me some ideas of what to get, um, got those and then took it over to him and, and he fixed it up for me. So, uh, which is totally awesome. Um, and I, I just went and got it back tonight. So got a ride home tonight, which was fun until some lady decided to pull in front of me. Well, not just right in front of me. She, she was in the middle lane, right? It looked like she was ready to turn left. No, no blinkers on at all. Then all of a sudden cuts across back in front of me on the lane. I mean, I had enough time to stop, but it was one of those that I haven't been riding for a while. So my reaction time probably wasn't as, as keen. So, uh, hit the back brake a little harder, got a little, got a little skid sideways a little bit, woke me up a little, but <laughs> just was one of those motherfucker, really dumb yeah. bitch. So yeah, you got to be extra defense, defensive driving, right. driving when you're on a motorcycle because yeah, people just don't see you and they're, they're used to driving more. Yeah. You know, without, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Got so that going up. That. Other than that, not nothing too much. Uh, still working on my, uh, my political science class. Oh um, yeah. Doing that, got up and got my uh, grades back from my last test. And so that's pretty good. I got, uh, we had to do it two kind of essays for the test. Um, I got an A on one and a B on the other. And I had, I was one point shy of an A prior on the last test. And now I'm two points shy of an A uh, with these next two. So I- I'm, I'm super happy with where I'm at. You know, if I can keep it up, I don't, I don't mind getting a B. I'm not like, oh, got to have that A. Uh, I just want the pass personally. Right. So, you know, uh, both uh, both Jimmy and Casey both got uh, acceptance letters to Davis uh, this last week, um, which is which is really exciting. The both um, I th- I know for for Casey that's her top pick, where she nice. wanted to go. So she's really thrilled. Uh, Jimmy is I think is his second. He's still waiting out another college to see, but um, but Casey's little. She's kind of been put a little bit more on the. Uh, her nerves have gotten up a little bit when when she found out that she had to get she has to at least she's got she's got a got a advanced calculus class and a and a circuits class and uh, she needs to at least pull off a B in both those classes in order to to be able to to transfer which you know she's I think for the past year and a half she has a 4.0 but this circuits class is really freaking her out and the the instruction has changed quite a bit ever since it's gone online oh, um online. and uh, she likes the instructor but it sounds like he's he's not doing as much instructing he's more kind of given half lectures and then ha- having him spend half the class doing weekly quizzes you know during during the actual uh, time and so she's she's just a little bit more panicked that she's not going to be able to pull is off it, a B. Is it electrical so, is it is it electrical circuits yeah is that what it is yeah uh, I should talk to her because that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, although I haven't done it in a school setting forever, but I might remember enough of it. I know she does a lot of soft. What, what's the software that she uses? I had to install it. I got her a new lap. She was, she had a she had a Chromebook, and uh, but um, when everything went to online instruction. It really, it, she'd had more. this for a while, but uh, it was worth getting her new new computers that she could install some Windows programs on, because it's I, there's a program in Circuits that she needed. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it 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 just mimics a lot of the, the 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 electrical machinery you're typically working with, or the oh, was, what are it, uh, God, what is the name of that stuff? Uh, there's a software that we use that it's, it's a simulation like- software, but. Okay, it's probably not it then, because ours actually is like 
runs tests and stuff like that and runs a lot of software and a lot of board level testing and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, cool. No, that sounds cool. That's a, I, she's going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, she's smart. And... I think so, but but she's stressed. She's stressed out, and I, I, well, I just of I... course <laughs> she cares. Yeah. Right. She wouldn't. You, you know, if you don't care, then it shows because you don't worry about it. But when yeah. you worry about it, it's because you care. Yeah. And yeah she's well, she's good. got her backup plan. She got into to Sac State too, which is which is another school she wants to go to. And I I, I guess they don't have the same stipulation on acceptance. So. Nah, Davis has always been a tougher tougher yeah. one to get into. So. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Cool. All right. Well. Uh, I I don't know about you, but I I think I'm ready to kind of tackle some of these uh or these last three picard shows and this picard thing yeah uh, but before okay. we do that because i know i need to know or what are you drinking i'm, I'm drinking a uh, margarita it's a so i got tequila going on here nice. um i they didn't have triple sec i had to i had to they were out of triple sec one of those uh <laughs> <laughs> they were wiped out of triple sec so i got some grand grand marnier so i'm so i'm going a little bit more uh gourmet um sweeter well no it's just a much it's cost i always found it well i guess yeah it's it's still an orange liqueur it's just a yeah. high class orange liqueur i thought it um, i thought it had a little more sweetness to it but maybe I think think it's something else yeah so, so yeah speaking of <laughs> running a, so we did a uh bevmo run this weekend sierra ordered all the stuff online and i went and picked it up holy crap man alcohol is expensive we dropped like at least $160 at, at Bevmo. <laughs> and that, I mean, that was just ordering stuff online. But I mean, we got some good stuff. <laughs> I really need to quit drinking in this quarantine. It's not, it's doing nothing for my weight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I struggled just because I'm the only drinker here. And so I feel, I it always feels a little weird when I'm, I'm, I'm drinking. It's like I'm drinking alone and, and, uh, um, feel a little guilty yeah, that's over it, not but... the case here at all <laughs> I, I would have to say uh if you're not drinking you're probably in the min minority here okay um yeah but no that's i mean that i i keep thinking about it. i'm like i i got at least I, i'm trying to debate i'm like problem is i bought all this beer right i bought all these great beers that i'm like oh I, so i want to drink them but then again i'm also like man i really should hold out for a while and not drink so much I was talking to a friend and she was saying she was actually doing better because she, in quarantine, she wasn't drinking beer. She was drinking more, you know, vodka and tequila and, and, and it was actually helping her lose weight. So, yeah, the problem with that is when I drink hard alcohol, I don't drink the, the ones with no calories. I drink the ones that have a lot of calories, like rums and the, <laughs> yeah. and the flavored whiskeys. And then the stuff I mix it with always have some heavy, uh, calories in, in with them too. So yeah, I, sure. I just need in general to get away from food and alcohol and, and all of that because uh, it's not doing me any good. What are the, one of the things uh, we did for the first time this evening, actually, this whole quarantine, I've been I've been pretty much doing most of the cooking and everything has been in, in house. But we uh, did take out for the first time this evening. We went over to uh, I, I uh, ordered online at uh, Sea Noodle Bar and Cindy went and picked it up. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's that's over by your place. So I, I don't know if you go there, but they've got really good. Uh, we haven't been there in a long time. We went once. Twice. Yeah, we haven't done a lot of order out. Uh, we did Monday night, though. I went and got uh, I ordered uh, pizzas from BJ's. Right. All right. Yeah. Like I, I saw. Yeah. On Fridays, they're doing like half 
Half uh, so they've always done Mondays are half off. Okay. Um, but right now, I think it's all week long with a special code. You can get half off too on their largest. But we've always done them on Mondays just in the past. And I haven't had one in a long time. So I ordered ordered three larges. <laughs> and oh, yeah. How many so, did you eat? <laughs> um, I didn't eat all of them the first okay. night. Um, I did eat a little more than I probably should have. I think I had maybe four or five, six slices. Um, but then I took pizza for lunch both today and yesterday. I brought like four or five slices and got them, toasted them up in the, the, uh, toaster oven. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. It was like, I don't know. I, I usually will just microwave them, but these ones, because the crust at BJ's is so good, it just, it deserved to be toasted up and get that crunch back to it. And that, that. Ah, super good. <laughs> Casey texted me a picture of her breakfast uh, last weekend. Um, they they got a bunch of, uh, they got some sausages and had some avocados and then they make their own tortillas. And they, so they had some, oh. it was a brunch. It was like a, a sausage, egg and avocado uh, on, a, on a tortilla. And they put some, um, some uh, uh, hot sauce. What, uh, what's, uh, what kind of she use? Sriracha? It's not, it's uh, the other kind, but it's like that. Yeah. It's, um, Top anyway, and what's that? Tapatio. Tapatio. Yeah. Tapatio. And then some, uh, uh, squeezed lemon and salt. And, and it got me really, you know, I was just like, oh, that was good. <laughs> so I went out the next day and picked up some avocado cause that was the only, I think the only, and oh, and some, I got some like turkey sausage and, uh, and, uh, she had gotten, she had bought a, uh, uh, press for you making press. tortillas and I bought one uh, for Alyssa. Well, when she bought it from, I think target or something like that, but she had to do a, a order online order and they ended up sending her two by mistake. And, um, <laughs> so she, she ended up giving one. one. So she gave one to me. So I, so I was able to, to make my own tortillas too. And, uh, really good. But I think what really I liked was having that lime and salt on there. Just even just a little mm-hmm. added salt. I wasn't used to doing that. so that was what kind of stood out a little bit. Um, was yeah, the, fresh tortillas the... are awesome. Have you ever mm-hmm. got the ones that they're they're all rolled out, but they haven't been cooked? Have you, have you done done those no. ones? No, I can't. Remember. I think it's Costco and maybe Whole Foods do those where they they're they're the uncooked uh, dough, sure. but it's all flattened already for you, all pressed out, and so you just cook them up. And we were doing that for a while until we kind of went into that no bread kick for a little while, which right. helped with losing weight. So. Yeah, I I like the pressing it is is a little bit of a challenge. You got to use like the wax paper, mm-hmm. and then it always you know you sometimes it'll break in half or something like that. So it'd be nice to have them all pre pre done, especially if they don't fall apart on you. Yeah, no, they were great, um, and they and they last for a while, like in the fridge and stuff. They're pretty good. Cool. All right, that that was a side a little side street there because yeah, we, we were did. supposed to we, <laughs> we were supposed to talk about uh, well speaking of uh, broken tortillas the first uh, episode seven is called broken pieces so right um, so that could be sorry not episode seven episode eight episode uh, eight yeah uh, broken pieces which uh, I think that yeah, referred I, to the I think I think uh, Rafi actually re- references broken pieces of Rios when she has all of his uh, holographic uh, representations uh, in the, in the she's room. She's kind of talking to all of them. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was it, the highlight of that series was Rios it, 
and doing all of his uh, holographic impersonations and doing kind of that whole uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes style uh, investigation with all of all of uh, his psyches trying to. Yeah, well, you're 100 percent correct. Like, so the different holograms and then even in that episode, you know, she has them all in a room talking to each other and stuff like that. Um, and that probably is, to me, the best part of that whole episode, too. It was definitely the best part. And it almost was a little nostalgic, too, the fact that they were playing off of that that uh, mystery. Kind of like you reminded you of the old Star Treks with uh, finally, Data doing yes. Sherlock Holmes, and, uh, uh, you, which, you're is, right. which is nice. That's, that, that's what I mean, is that was one of the only things in it that really... Um, the, the only thing that bugged me about that was in the beginning before they got that deep into it. Uh, Rafi sits down to talk to, uh, you know, she thinks she's talking to Rios right at the helm or whatever. And for one, they're all dressed differently. So it's not, <laughs> and it's not like any of them changed fucking clothes the whole series. So she's talking to him and, and his accent is nothing like the, and she doesn't pick up on, on it for a little while. And it's like, come on. Like you're stuck in this ship, you know there's holograms. It's not like, it just to me it was kind of like, eh. It, it, I'm like, okay, you're supposed to be smart, and that and that gets over by you. Uh, that just bugged me, uh, among a lot of other things in this. Yeah, this episode didn't bug me that much. It didn't. It didn't appeal to me as that that much. But I thought at least it wasn't overpacked. It was kind of it. it you know, you know, one thing that I felt starting with this episode, once they got past, once they got past the Riker and, and, you know, the episode when they, when we, we right, caught up with Riker and, the, and uh, what's that? Back when they uh, re, re got with him on the planet and talked to him and. Yeah. It seemed like the, the episode started turning more towards, uh, you know, even this one's called Broken Pieces. It's almost like it's trying to put everything together and everything became more like an explanation rather than kind of a a, a slow understanding of kind of what's going on. And I, oh yeah, I, they were, they're trying to get to the end and they had, they have so many plot holes that they're trying to fill. Uh-huh. It, and I, I don't like that kind of dialogue where it's almost like they're having to outline it all out. Like they're just telling you, this is what's happening. And, and it just did not feel very, uh, very organic the way they're speaking. It seems fake and it seems... Very much like they're just trying to wrap it all up in a bow. Very much like, you know, you said you watched the first season of Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, the end of that felt very similar to the end of Picard. It was it, it was like it, it was building towards something that seemed interesting, but just the way they wrapped it up. Yeah, it, so it, it didn't go it didn't go sloppy. well with me. Well, I mean, right off the bat on this episode, they start with the 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 Tal Shiar or, or the the Jadvash. God Vosh, the yeah. standing around that thing and the violence in that and everything like that to me, it was like, yeah, it was like a mass suicide. Uh, uh, it just, yeah. What, it was just, it was really like for one, they act like, okay, uh, you have to go through this to be part of this, but 90% of them killed themselves right after listening to it or getting, I'm like, so, you got 90% fail rate. How many fucking people are you going to put through this? It's supposed to be this secret, you know, and, and, you know, it, it was just kind of, I don't, I mean, really the only ones they show that come out of it are, uh, the commander. O, who was who apparently o. Had already gone yeah. through it once the, the main sister that was, 
uh, trying to attack everybody. Narissa. Yeah. yeah. And then we find out that her aunt is the one that was the Romulan that was Borg. Right. Because, yeah, when they when she re uh, was re uh, acclimated into Romulan life, she yeah, she was still pretty nuts. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, so what they did explain is they 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 touched on it. And if you weren't paying attention, you might have missed it. Apparently, the information in her head of this vision that they saw was so much that that's what took down that Borg cube when they tried to assimilate her. That's kind so, of interesting. So, I, I, I mean, I understand that. it, but it was like they barely touched on it. And it's like that that was enough to take down that whole Borg cube mm-hmm. was that information. And so <laughs> it's like they've got this, I don't know. It, that's to you me, know that's like, an interesting idea, but yeah, it did not it did not feel like it was given enough. Uh... Well, here's my problem with it is okay, so the, these these few Romulans figure this out, and they realize okay, this is going to be the end of our world, but let, let's just keep it to ourselves and we'll, we'll handle this. We're going to take care of all this on our own, right? What, what kind of bullshit is that? That is such a not a Star Trek like to me, like. That's that's where they think they failed horribly. Is like that is not and it's it's not even a Romulan type characteristic. Really well, they treated it like a cult, like a religion that was built off of this whole Which I I was like, okay, I I was with it at that until all of a sudden when they get to the end and they bring in all the Romulan ships and there's two hundred and eighteen Romulan ships. Cult status, right? But it's an like super high level counter spy who wasn't even working in the Romulan military all of a sudden is their highest leader. That's like, it it just, it didn't fit. There just, there's some super plot holes in that. And it's like, so like all Romulans are, and and where were all these ships when they were trying to, you know, save their people? Why, why weren't they using their own ships? Mm -hmm. You know, why didn't they go get the people that are stuck on these weird planets that are, you know, putting them back in the, like they're in the old West it, stuff like that to me was just like, God, it, there's so many bad storylines and plot holes. And, yeah. And, you know. Yeah. It but, had another, uh, you, you mentioned the violence. We also yeah. had another, uh, cussing uh, it. Well, yeah. What was it when, when Picard's talking to the Clancy, so, who she, yeah, she's so like she's the like Admiral a, or, or, uh, like, yeah. So she's really high up there, Yeah, which is another one I had a problem with is, all these conversations where these, these high level officers are cussing and, and acting like this is total bullshit. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. you you think about it, like for, for one Starfleet in general is not like that. Right. Just all the way from top to bottom really isn't like that. I mean, yeah, probably when you get down to it, when you're just daily working, but they're not going to talk like that to each other for the most part. And I had a big problem with that. And, and so that bugged me too. I preferred what uh, what Picard said to Clancy that called called her a waste of space, which I, you know, that's that's Wait, when which, that's when she turns back and says "fuck off." But uh, um, right, but that's what I mean is that's that's not Picard though. I mean, he would have never he would have never engaged in that type of dipl- diplomacy, right? From the old Star Trek, right? And and they it, it's not what it was about. And then so. 
I read a lot of reviews just recently trying to find trying to find anybody that had good reviews that weren't bots and stuff like that. <laughs> and no, I'm serious. The, the, apparently that on IMDb there's a bunch of a uh, bunch of tens, you know, for the series. And uh, someone else brought it up, and he's like, "Yeah, if you look at all those, they're all single review uh, people only reviewing this one show, you know. So they're all brand new. So it's like someone, some PR person, just went in and started a bunch of accounts to to promote it. And but uh, yeah, just well, not a lot of people liked it. Uh, if we're getting kind of on the overall picture, because it sounds like we're going into more than just episode eight already. Um. Do you, what do you think of the overall, well, I'll, I'll say this. I thought the overall story structure, what they were, were talking about was interesting. Where I thought it all fell apart was just in this rapid storytelling that really kind of seemed haphazard, messy, and, and was just not as, not as enjoyable in the end. Uh, it seemed like they were just, uh, didn't have a handle on how to wrap it up in uh, the time they were given. And um, right. They bit off too much. And also from the beginning, it seemed like it was very much a character driven story, which is without characters. Well, Star Trek in the past was more about ideas. I don't know. Each, it was more episodic. You had episodes that explored ideas, but they built their characters with those. Sure. Absolutely. Their characters grew over time, but each episode had its own story to tell. Um, this one is, is really trying to tell this overarching story, but you still got to know how to tell the story. And I thought some of the time they told it, it was really interesting, but at times it just fell apart. And unfortunately that's how they, that's how they wrapped it up was just kind of in a messy, sloppy way. I, I think, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they, to me, this should have been, if they wanted to tell this story, this should have been double the episodes, right? Do smaller little one-off type things. Not necessarily one-off shows, but like solve some, you know, steps to get yeah. there and use those steps to to make people uh to build the characters, to make people want to want these characters. Cause really there's no character in there that I have any attachment to other than Picard. And if there wasn't a Picard in the next generation, you know, previous, there would be no reason to be attached to him. There is no character building in this entire 10 episodes that make you want anything to do with those characters. I, I, I would disagree because I really enjoyed Rios. I think you brought him up right off the beginning. Well, okay, so Rios has the, he has a tiny bit, but he's the only one, and mm-hmm. I think they still could have done more with him. I mean, he mm-hmm. he is the most enjoyable character out of all of them, but we still only got bits and pieces of him. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, and and I think the main reason we like him is only because the interaction with the holograms, and because he's such a good actor, and he really pulled that off that we feel any more towards him. Now, if you, if those would have been just holograms, not him, just separate characters or whatever, the, the captain himself has nothing, you know, he has the little love affair with the doctor. He has the, the, uh, rendezvous, the early interaction, the first contact with the, 
the first robot or first android um synth that's the same as soji right um and that's really about it you know yeah it's just it's so i mean outside of him with the holograms he doesn't even have that much of an interesting backstory you know he's got the 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 brooding oh you know i lost the captain but they barely touch on it you know it's just they didn't do enough with the characters to make you care about them and the the ending was 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 very (laughs) i'm curious if if they weren't sure if they were going to get a a second season out of uh patrick stewart and so they 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 gave a possible oh we can we can kill him off in the end um, unless we sign him for a second season and oh lo and behold we're going to throw this this uh, you know once once they introduce that uh, that life uh, you know they talk about yeah. the mind transfer you know exactly where that's going and so it totally oh, God, lost yeah. it totally lost all the the uh, the emotion when Picard dies it's like oh well they're just going to bring him back to life yeah well so, so what what I what I read and, and what I thought about is they were trying to put some closure to uh nemesis right well i thought they did that with with uh data yeah and so to me what i think was is someone wrote the ending someone goes yeah we want to have this this touching moment between picard and data where he talks about you know uh you know i'm still around but let me go kind of thing i never got a chance to say goodbye i never got a chance to tell you know so they wrote the ending and go okay now how do we get there that's what it felt like to me in the end. Well, don't you think, you know, Nemesis, a lot of people were upset with Nemesis because they couldn't kill, I mean, they, they killed off Data, but then they brought back his brother in the end and it's like, oh, he's still there. Okay, they can't, they just can't get rid of, their, that, that'll be their segue into it. And it it's almost feels like they did the same thing here. They kill off Picard and, oh, they bring him back though. It's okay, now we've got this. Uh, so it's, it's, it's like we gave closure to uh, Brent Spiner and, and Data uh, that right. we did, couldn't give him in Nemesis by adding this new "I want to die," which with I thought was was effective, um, but then they pulled into the exact same thing with with Patrick Stewart and said, "Oh, you know, he's back. Uh, he's going to die, but no, 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 he's not." Uh, yeah, so it's I, well, almost like they pulled a Nemesis. Uh, they were trying to fix Nemesis by giving that some closure with Data. Right. In the, in the process, they did a, another one on on John Luc Picard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't sure with the whole Picard thing. I, I it was kind of like, yeah, it was, it was awkward. It it just and then someone goes, if if you're gonna be able to transfer your mind back, why would you go back into the same frail body? Well, they did try to address that. I think with a with a, I I think, what is it? He said, Soon oh, we wanted to make sure you would you would feel comfortable in it. Right, right, and he like, you could yeah, see you could see uh, again. yeah you could see Picard kind of like do a little thinking in the back of his head, like, oh, that's not what I really wanted, but okay, I'll, yeah. I'll deal with it, which so, well, I thought was okay. I thought it was okay. That was a good way of. Well, and then, so the other part, and, and I, I mean, I, we, we are jumping in the end. I don't know if there's too much. Uh, I do want to talk one more thing about uh, episode eight was when seven and nine uh, restarting the cube, kind of becoming the, um, the Borg queen she, on that cube. Re, she gets reassimilated on yeah by, well, by she, is it real well no it's not like she got reassimilated. it's almost like she became the the, the well, she offers her she well yeah she doesn't that, know she doesn't 
she doesn't she doesn't want to be reassimilated and she talks about that well She's, i think that the queen even says oh you have more to do as you know as yourself yeah. and, and releases her which i thought oh that's convenient uh, yeah well i mean and so what i was like okay this is going to be cool and then so she does that and they go and the romulans just go ah fuck it open the doors and they all fly out into space i'm like well okay that was a fucking loss of uh just nothing of a moment, yeah, you, where it could have been a much more powerful moment, and they ended and, up just and like, it brought oh, up didn't, this other thing is like, how the anything. fuck do these Romulans have so much control over a Q that she's attached to? Wouldn't she have said, oh, they're going to open the doors? Nah, stop that. Yeah, it just there. There were some parts of that that just bugged me really bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, there. Well, there it some... almost seemed like they wanted to make the story more complicated when really they could have simplified it a bit at this point, just so you <laughs> didn't have so much back and forth which like it got a little dizzying with all the the back and forth in episodes uh nine and ten when they're going back and forth between the board cube and the ship and the yeah. and the commune where the synths are and 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 you, it's like wait a second i thought they were there oh they're there oh and now those people are back there and right and they jumped around especially oh. when they're talking about when they first land and they're a crash land and they're like oh hey okay that's gonna take us a while to get over there Oh, and it's the opposite way of the 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 city or the the compound. It's like, oh, but all of a sudden they're back. Oh, and then yep. we meet up with these guys. Oh, and then we're back on the ship. And yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was a script writing fiasco or a, <laughs> or the director didn't know what he was doing, or maybe they just in the editing room they or they tried yes. to figure out how to how how do we make this you know how do we squeeze this into a one hour episode uh, with. You know, with what we got, I I don't know where it all went wrong, but it just did not work. So, so the other part that came up was is like, you could have taken the whole Borg cube out of this entire series, and it wouldn't have changed a damn thing. You could you could have um, done done other stuff if you really think. I mean. It could okay, have... but but that's almost like the I th I think something like that is the seasoning that you need in a in a series. It's, it's I think it was so much... just a little bit of fan service, but it didn't really do much. I mean, I okay, I, I will. I'm, I'm going to disagree. I think I think the Borg. I I understand. I even I think uh, I mentioned that Patrick Stewart had said you know he was a little nervous about bringing the Borg back. I thought they did it well. Um, I I think it was flawed. Well, then, but, but what but what but, did the Borg add to it? What did the Borg add to the story, or what did the Borg cube being there add to the story? Well, it certainly was a much more of an emotional tie with uh, with uh, Jean Luc Picard's character. Or, I mean, the uh, one thing where he had the flashbacks of being Locutus. Other than that, but I mean, even that didn't pay off for anything. He had his little flashes, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I mean. It really, it served. The only thing it really served was to tie in 709 a little bit and kill off Hugh, right? It didn't need to chase him. If it wouldn't have crash landed on that, on the planet with him, it wouldn't have mattered because it didn't do really anything. I agree. In the end, it was ridiculous. How, I mean, in, in the size of we that chased ship, you down. What, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah how come it, the orchid didn't, uh, didn't soften the landing for the Borg, you know? It didn't do. It, it was really. What'd you think of those uh, flowers? That I thought was a kind of a cool idea. I thought it was cool too, but it just I I didn't see any any. Uh, I didn't I didn't know how to relate it to the story. Kind of like I mean. Well, it was like they they were trying to show that. I think their idea was is that the sense were they needed a defense, 
but they needed a soft defense. Like we're not we're not combative. We're but we need to protect ourselves. Which you, you, it did great when it grabbed hold of the two ships and brought them down. But then when it went to go against the the Romulans when they were there, they just got tore up. Right, the Romulans just unloaded on them and and yeah. All right, there you go. That's speaking you know, of that. I thought. Tuck, you know, I, I mentioned the editing being so poor. I thought at the end when you had that standoff between Starfleet and the Romulans and it's like, you know, back and forth between uh, Riker and uh, mm-hmm. Commodore O going going about, you know, you know, we've got all our guns set to on your warp cores and blah, 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 yeah. back and forth. OK, then we're ready to engage and we're going to fire. And then it cuts to Picard for another 10 minute scene while he's got this brain aneurysm and oh, what am I going to do? And it, it just like what happened to that moment of that climactic moment of what's going to happen when these, you know, these huge fleets are, 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 are nose to nose and it's all going to go down, but now we have to pause and, uh, and what I want has to take five, 10 minutes to convince Soji to, to shut down the, the beacon, which, yeah. So, there's a big plot hole in that too, because Picard sent the message out, right? And then then they start sending them. They didn't know how many ships were coming, right? They didn't know there was going to be 218 Romulan, you know, uh, was it bird? No, it's the, are they birds of prey? A war? War birds. I, I don't know. Um, but you know what I mean? And then all what? of a sudden the fleet, all of a sudden the fleet has the same, basically the same number and they got there pretty quick too. It's like, well, didn't uh, Rios didn't they pick up uh, that number because they knew exactly how many were coming. They didn't know until they were on on the planet. Okay. And they they got the board. This is the only thing the Borg did is they got the batteries working and got the long range sensors. Yeah. And that's when she goes, "Oh, there's 218 of them. How many flowers do you have? Okay, well that you know. So. It, and so then, you say the plot hole is that Starfleet wouldn't have known how many to ships and to, to bring get that or... many ships together, right? That that means they all have to be within close enough distance to get there, because right they talk about how long it takes to <laughs> get there. That's like the end of uh, the last Star Wars movie when the fleet shows up uh, to to, bat, right. to take on all those star destroyers that are flying right. off the Emperor's uh, planet. Exactly. And how they, yeah, yeah. It's this well, timing and, and, issue. It's like wait a second. And Riker, Riker hears about this gets to wherever he needs to be get in charge of this and still gets there in time you know had some huge holes in that yeah i would what i would have rather seen is because it was supposed to be this romulan cult uh i would have rather seen a smaller number of romulan vessels right it could have they could have wiped out that planet with 10 vessels right 10 ships and then had you know maybe 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 have them be a smaller, smaller ships, 10, 10 smaller ships and have three or four Starfleet bigger ships that probably could win show up and then have that showdown. So it still has the intensity, but it has some more believability. Yeah. Yeah. Or you bring know? the, bring uh Riker's daughter. Maybe, maybe she could have held some sort of communication with them as they were going so that she had the upper hand and she had the knowledge that, that things were about to go down. You could have, yeah. It, I mean, it, it, could, it could have been so much better. It's, it's like. It just there were so many bad plot holes with that, and then it, it it seems like they had to write this finale 
uh, overnight over, you know, 20 cups of coffee, some, you know, <laughs> five writers in this, in a room trying to figure out how to piece this finale together. And this is the best they could come up with. And, and then the, the director took a crack at it as he was shooting it. And then the editors did the same thing and they all came up with this and it, 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 it was an interesting story. I think it was, I think there were a lot of good, uh, good directions they were going. I don't mind how it wrapped up. I just think it was so, yeah, there were plot holes. It just didn't, it was paced poorly and it was, it was just a mess. And so this is another one that got me is, uh, when did a, a Sith all of a sudden decide or become able to study Romulan and, and do the, the mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I'm like, Dr. Soon even says something like, Oh, or Dr. Soon's son, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's very in depth in the you know, and it's like oh, oh clever girl, was, yeah, she's so into the yeah. But does that I don't mean think, you can actually do a mind meld? <laughs> I, I don't think that was supposed to be something that was learnable. It's it's part of their their makeup, right? It's it's something only they do. So is Commodore O a, a Romulan so she was or a Vulcan? Be, from what I read, she was supposed to be half Romulan, half Vulcan. Okay, okay, so that's why. That's why I, and then I'll give her that's why I was like, that's why she could do it because she she's got mm-hmm. that in her. But, how, you know, that's not that's a Vulcan thing. It's not a, a Romulan. Well, maybe it's a synth thing, too. Maybe synth can mimic that, that sort of behavior. Well, no, no one else. No, none of the others have ever been able to. You're right. I know they could have they could have adjusted even, if they wanted to. He's even a, a previous version to to Soji who can't do it. Right. You know, um, and she, you know, she's kind of the same level as Data, but not she, really a Data. Did you know, they were saying that, saying that all the ones on the, the the all the twins and stuff like that, they're all based off of Data's DNA essentially, but they're not really. They're kind of like a copy of them. They were never as good. What is her name? Arcana. Arcana is that what it is? Um, she she's the one that does the mind meld. Uh, did you catch after she she sees everything? She goes fascinating just like uh yeah yeah just like spock would always say right yeah there were you know that was kind of a fan service line data always says stuff like that fascinating data did too yeah that's true yeah maybe it was okay yeah um another thing that i you know picard never says his make it so line until i would rather heard than earl gray 18,000 times. Right. Uh, but Agnes says it. Agnes right. says it to him. Make it so. And did how did she know that that was his line? Is that is that something that... It almost seemed like... Fan service. Yeah, it was fan service. And to me, the writing was better than that. It seemed like in these last episodes, the writing, the dialogue writing, really was hit and miss. Well, they were where, trying, they're trying they're, to fan service people at the end. Like, the very, very yeah. end, right before they, they go there, they have... Uh, Picard looking over at, at um I can't remember who and then they are they have the doctor come up and kiss the uh, Rios right like all of a sudden they're they're a couple and then they go down and they have seven of nine and Raffi sitting there sharing a drink and then they close hands it's like right like well these two barely know each other haven't talked fucking you know shit at all the whole time and all of a sudden they're just coupling them yeah, I, like, I thought that was premature. If they want to get into that in episode two and make it kind of a something I, I, going on, but just to kind of like 
end with oh yeah these two get together it it didn't seem yeah it didn't seem genuine it seemed uh forced and uh and like exactly. like you say fan service or or service to uh to minorities oh, and and uh you know and which which doesn't bother me unless it's done like this you know this right. is not not the way to to just kind of like oh yeah build, build it, it almost story denigrates don't just the, throw an interface yeah yeah so that's I thought they did it better it. in Discovery with uh, the the, uh, the doctor and doctor the scientist, and the especially how they establish kind of their relationship. And it isn't until like episode five or six that you sit and like go, wait a second, there are a couple. Well, <laughs> they started I, off really great because they're kind of like almost like two people in different uh, divisions, like uh-huh. at the same level, peers that are bickering back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, okay, yeah, I see that all the time in, in, in the work I do. And then when I was in the, and then you find out too, that it's on top of it. It's like, oh, okay. That was, that was clever. Yeah. They're in the same, and they're living in the same quarters, bickering still as, yeah. as one of them brushing no, his it, teeth. It, I thought that was really good. <laughs> that, that was better. Uh, yeah. Have you watched any of, of Discovery season two? Yeah. We're midway. Uh, no, we're further into it. Okay. I think yeah, that, I think episode two holds up better and, you know, season two. Yeah, I'm sorry. Season two. Um, just like, uh, but it, it, it's interesting how you can watch a series. And I think with Picard, I was much more hopeful going into the finale that, that this would amount to mo- more. I thought it, it was really a letdown. Um, and you can get whole series that do that too, where if the finale just falls apart, then it really sours the entire season. I think discovery season one had that happen, but I think season two holds it together. Uh, See, I actually, so, I, so interesting, like we haven't, we haven't, we watched, you know, Picard, it, you know, three, four or five weeks ago, whatever it was, the finals, right? Right. And, and we did, we didn't jump right on it because of the podcast, mostly because of the, the quarantine and started and everything like that. Now, I am not any excited at all for season two, Like, If they didn't have a season two coming, I could care less because- I have no real reason to go watch it. There's yeah. nothing intriguing about it to me. Where Discovery, I found that even though I, it's not my favorite show, it still had some things that I was like, okay, I'm a little more invested in this, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like these characters a little more. Like Saru, I really like. And Tilly, I really like in Discovery. And so I want to see where they're going to go with it. So I was more invested in that and had nothing, you know, had none of the premise of what Picard had where Picard I was super excited for really wanted to see that the only reason I even watched Discovery is because I watched Picard and Discovery was available that's exactly we got we got CBS All Access because of Picard and right. uh, and we said well let's watch Discovery while we're while we're at it and, and so we got yeah. through that um, so the, yeah with I ended up canceling CBS All Access after this was all ended ended up and done, and because you know they've announced this season three, but they're not they don't they're not saying when it's coming out. But, oh, of Discovery. But, but another thing I'm really looking forward to that they haven't announced a date, but it, it sounds like they finished production on it was uh, Stephen King's The Stand is coming to CBS All Access, a series. Oh, okay. Which they did a series. What's that? I know you're a huge Stephen King fan. Yeah, so. in fact, he just released a, a new uh, collection of short stories um, yesterday. Just just hit my Kindle, so I'm really happy to be 
have have some reading that I can do. Um, cool. I, uh, I'm I'm sorry. I I switched from uh, the Dresden to to the Stephen well, King book. The first one. <laughs> I did finish the, the first, first one. one yes. and, and so we want to talk about that. We yeah. will get that. Oh, um, you know, but you know, you know what I'm really excited about watching some more of, especially after watching Picard and kind of being left with a sour taste, is uh, Orville. 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 Yeah. I'm still I've still only seen nine episodes of the first season. Oh yeah, but, we got to finish that and get into season two. Yeah, I I'd love to watch the last three episodes of season one, and and now I've got Hulu, so I should be able to watch all of season two, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. We definitely right? got to do that because uh, I don't remember if it's season one or season two. They have an episode that to me is better than fifty percent of the Star Trek movies. Really? Well, one thing that I like that they've done with with uh, Orville is they've made it more episodic. They've really brought mm-hmm. back kind of that old feel. You talk about the violence and the language and the well, I guess they do have their share of kind of potty potty mouth language in Orville, but 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 it's still there. There's still something more wholesome about it. <laughs> Maybe it's you, the, well, it is 100 percent more wholesome. It's more it's uh, more sarcastic. It's more but it's, it's still more, genuinely thoughtful. Yeah. It it tries to explore ideas just like the old the older Star Trek. Whereas now they're much more into the uh, the season story driven. Uh, you know where it's no longer episode by episode. It's it's these overarching. And, and I'm not so worried about the episode by episode. I, I I like the long story, but I would like more reason to care about the characters. Like, I I think it's it's it gives they're more vulnerable to, to collapse. You know, I think I think there were some episodes in this season of Picard I really liked, but but because of the fact that they've attached this whole story into the whole season, and the fact that the last the finale just seems so dysfunctional. It really takes away the entire season. Whereas if it's more episode by episode, it's not as, it's not as, um, I think it was just on, on that. What? I think it was just that it was too overreaching. Yeah. I think the fact like they could have done the same basic story with like, Hey, there's this outside, you know, AI threat. Right. And, and handle that. It didn't have to be, the Romulans such a big a, story. It was too big. Yeah. It was almost like, well, cause I mean, grand, it's like too that grandiose. is too grand. It yeah. is. It's like that should have, that should have involved everybody in Starfleet. It should involve every, every Romulan. It should have involved every Klingon Vulcan, every other, you know, we're not. Then the other thing was, is like people brought up like, okay, so you brought the beacon. If these guys are so strong, why can't they just come on their own? Why do you have to start this beacon to get these, superior AI that are going to wipe out everybody or they if apparently they're not so smart that they can open up their own hole, but they can give you a, an antenna to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was, there, there was, it was just, it was too big for what they did with it. They, I, I think now that could have been the grander scheme and maybe it was like a season two, season three thing, but I think they should have started off with a little something different. It was now, like one the, of the lines that I was like the Avengers. Remember the right. Avengers with the with the the portal opening up and those like long, long. Yeah. Uh, oh God, it was such a rip off from it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm just thinking of that now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of the things is you know Picard had his little mental preview and the, and the guy asked him was like, do you really want to go back into space? And he's like, more than ever. Really, that's all it was. It was like a way to get Picard back into space. It's like they could you know what I would you know what would have been a better story is 
if they would have found a way to that uh, Picard had to go and and somehow rescue, get uh, the kid out of some kind of trouble. The kid, right. the... Uh, um, Legolas, uh, what's his name? Um, El- Elnor or uh... Elnor, El, yeah, Elnor, not Eleanor, which I keep right. calling him Elnor. <laughs> I don't know why, uh, but I mean, they could have done something because they. I yeah. mean, they made such a, a a play at him being attached to him, but then it never plays out really. So they could have they could have really worked on that, and that could have been his his avenue out into space. His, you know, they could have made a story around that that wasn't so grand. But had enough to get some character development, some some people in with them, and then yeah. take that crew when you have some 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 thought for them and some feelings for them, and then say, hey, oh now there's this other thing going on, this big grand you know thing. But I, I agree, you know what? When looking back at it, I think it was, hey, we sh- we should uh, find some way to get some closure for Data from Nemesis. All right, this is how we're gonna do it. All right, now how do we put that in a story? Well, let's let's say the Romulans are going to have this secret group, you know, this cult that basically incorporates their whole, you know, Romulan army. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I I think it, yeah, I don't know. I think it soured a lot of people on um, on anything coming back from Star Trek. I think it really did. Yeah, I wonder how much. Uh... Patrick Stewart had say he had in how not the story, but just kind of the feel that, you know, when you're dealing with the violence and the, and the language and, and the much more character driven approach, uh, was that, was that fed by his, his need for something like that? Or do you think uh, that, that doesn't seem like him though at all? I think that's, that's the CBS, uh, corporate people like, Hey, this, this is what we're doing with Discovery, and it seems to be working. We need to do that again. Well, I mean, we we talked last week a lot about Netflix, and, you know, they brought out this whole idea of the seasons of the story the story uh, that, that happens over an entire season, much more character-driven, much more uh, um, less episodic, you know, where you're story by story. But instead, right. uh, I, I wonder if that's kind of changed the game and how, how people are kind of you got to give someone a reason to tune in the next but they week. still build characters and that's where i think the star trek card failed is they they didn't build the character they didn't well i don't know maybe they tried and it just didn't bite i think i think they tried i, I think they built a collection of interesting characters um but but all of their stories I think, went nowhere right i agree with that i think i think they were interesting and they should have developed more if you look at elnor where was he at the end compared to when we were first introduced? I, you know, he was still kind of a whiny ass little bitch yeah, at the end. The, <laughs> uh, and Rafi, right. um, Rafi was uh, bitter and and resentful. And you know, she she does have a little bit of you know, she's kind of able to solve the mystery towards the end. But and and I guess she but finds love. But that doesn't, like she... yeah, it doesn't seem like she she develops even. I guess Picard really. Picard had no growth or anything either. Yeah, I think they made him too, too resentful in the beginning of himself. (laughs) Here's here's the one, the one that I think had the most growth, and it was probably in the smallest amount of time was Seven of Nine. Yeah, I mean, what you think where she, she basically she sees the the loss of the the her, you know, kind of like her kid, 
right? So she's on this vengeance kick and she's a ranger, right? So she's out just doing her thing, kicking her ass, not caring whether she dies or not, right? Essentially, she's like, this is what I do. Then she ends up, you know, coming and getting on the board cube and kind of going back and like, oh, fuck, okay, I got, I have some, some meaning now. I got to help protect these people. Does it, kind of yeah. sacrifices herself a little bit more to do it, right? And then, and then still go, takes it even further. Yeah. I, I think to me, she had a little bit more growth than, than most of the rest. I thought, I thought her lines in those last couple episodes were very shallow and, and fan service and didn't give much depth to what, how I think the potential that was established more towards the beginning. But, uh, but I see your point. I, I do. I, I agree that she did. Uh, I didn't say it was great. I just said it was probably the most of them out of all of them. Yeah. Like I it just, I think Rios is the only character that most of us cared about. Or I cared about more than, and that was because I found. But even he didn't really grow. He just he no, was the same guy. Said, he was just fun to start with. Yeah, he was fun, and the acting was great. And and because I love the different accents, and, and you know I love the different characters that were based off him. But if you really think about it, it wasn't him. Yeah. It was well, maybe seven maybe the moral played by the same guy. Maybe the moral of of Picard is uh, that you know older folks don't change you know there's no evolution we don't evolve (laughs) (laughs) they just get new bodies and start (laughs) over right so then then we get like we never we haven't really talked a whole lot about the whole sith uh the synth compound and and that whole thing and i don't i don't know i mean the the character that's supposed to be the the actual human version of data's brother um Data's, uh, that's the one right. That was, the right. one that was going to get the body. Like, he starts off as kind of like, you know, you kind of don't like him right away when he's all, you know, locking up a card and all, all four, like, destroying everybody to, you know, and they're like, um, that's, that's you too there, buddy. You know, and then, and then all of a sudden he flips. And he, he's the one that shuts down the, the synth. Yeah. He, as she's trying to. Well, no, she shuts it down. Soji actually shuts it down. No, I know, but he he shuts he shuts the the Ar- Arcadia. No, what's her name? Uh, that's the episode. Oh, the one the one that killed. Uh, yeah, he takes yeah. out his little doodad and and flips a switch, yeah. and she just collapses. Uh, but uh, and that's when the the whole team comes out and starts doing their karate and tries to right and well, uses the soccer the ball thing. to to they've smuggled in the bomb to try to yeah. to blow up the beacon but that all fails and whatever. well yeah soji just catches it and throws yeah. it like well she so, stares at it for five seconds like hmm what's this it's getting louder and louder and louder i better throw it <laughs> but so that was my other thing is like okay so he shuts the one down who kind of perpetrated most of it but soji's still going along with it can he not shut her down that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Right. And he just, he doesn't do anything. He just stands there and like, okay. And then all she does is finally Picard gets through like, oh, I'll sacrifice myself for you. Oh, okay. Smash. And then it all stops. Yeah. It just, it, I, it didn't, it didn't build properly. You didn't feel like, like what he said had the resonance that it needed in order to change her mind. You know, he said, right. I gave you a choice and that was the difference. But I, I don't know. It, it, I, I like, you know, he's a very powerful speaker, you know, or his Patrick Stewart and Jean-Luc Picard, when they talk, 
There have been some great episodes in from Next Generation where he's like but the he one where really he's on trial to... and he just owns the 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 uh, the one who's cross examining him uh, with with this epic you know yeah the stuff with Q. But here it just seemed like they were trying to build up to a moment like that, and the writers didn't didn't get it right or or didn't well, build up so... to what enough to where you say oh yeah I get it that's why she finally changed her mind and shut it down. It didn't feel like that. No, you're right. And so someone else brought up in a, in a review that how this Picard was not the Picard of old, um, just like Starfleet was not the, you know, they they mentally got through things and, and it just like they said that, you know, the, just the whole thought process behind Picard, like, why would he just decide to retire and go away to, you know, 14 years of doing nothing but just growing on this, you know, winery or uh you know that's not the you know just because starfleet wouldn't agree with him no he would have been finding a ship doing what he did the whole time he he wouldn't have yeah he wouldn't have waited 14 15 years to finally you know flip out and say wait a second (laughs) i need to revisit this whole situation uh yeah. yeah so someone wrote that and i was like yeah you're right you know what that's that's not the bacard that you know so yeah i don't know i was I'm not excited for season two. I wonder, I actually wonder now if, if season two will even happen because the, the reviews on this are so horrible really um, across the board. Like I literally was trying, I was trying to find, you know, I just was scrolling down like, okay, I'm seeing ones and twos and ones and twos. And I'm trying to find anything positive. And even the fours and fives are mostly negative. Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm like, okay, so let me just, I'm going to pull up just eights. And even some of those were like, yeah, it was like, uh, but you know, it's, it's even the people that liked it, didn't like it almost. I know what you mean. It's almost like they're trying to find excuses to like it. I, right. I find myself doing that when it's when, you know, like with star Wars or with, with things that I care about and I watch something, I look for reasons to like it, but sometimes inevitably I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like sink down into like, yeah, no, that would kind of sucked. Um, th- this one though, just didn't feel right watching it. And Right. So the interesting thing is, so if someone came to me and and said that they're a huge Star Trek fan, right, like like we were before the, before we saw it, and then they ask you what what would you re- would you recommend watching this, or would you recommend skipping it? And You're asking so, me, or I'm asking you, and I'll I'll answer too, but I'm asking you first. Like so, Star Trek fan, right? I'm asking you, like, all right, I, I've always loved Star Trek. I loved Picard before. I was hyped when I saw this was coming out. Now that you've watched the whole season, what would you recommend? I would recommend skipping it. it? Nope. Nope. This is, yeah, no, I think it was a letdown. It was a letdown and it uh, detoured away from what I really liked about uh, Next Generation uh, and and kind of brought his character down yeah, know, in ways that I that was disappointed. Spoiled. Yeah, the, yeah, the spoil. That's a good word. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of where I was at too. If someone asked me, I was like, to me, it'd be like, okay, have you have you reached the end of the internet? Then if you haven't, then you have no reason to watch this because yeah, still... I'd say go watch the Orville, <laughs> right? Or or anything else. There's, I mean, I mean, look at some of those things we talked about in the in in our our Netflix app, you know, episode where we were talking about all the different, you know, there's that, the uh, haunting of uh, Hill House. Yeah. I 
I've heard nothing bad about that yet. As a matter of fact, I'm like, I'm jonesing to go. I have not been able to watch anything in the last like three days. It's been horrible. Well, be careful. Sometimes you set yourself up and you're not going to enjoy it as much. And that's, that's a, that's still got a, uh, you have to like that style. There's, there's things you might kind of get bored at and stuff, but it's, it's effective. True. I True. watched a couple episodes of Stranger Things after, after last oh. week, uh, Cindy and Did I got together and I, no, I saw uh, season one and two, but we hadn't watched season three. No. So, so we're watching season three now. So, that's what that's what I'm in that. Um, oh man, I I, I we <laughs> I think I told you about that when I watched the first season. It was one of those. It was when it first came out before there was really hype about it. I sat down and I I watched like the first episode. Right? It was like middle of the day. It was like a Saturday. It was like eleven o'clock. Watching the first episode. I get to start the second one. All of a sudden, one of my kids sit down. Next thing you know, the third one's starting. Alyssa sits down, and we went. We binged the whole fucking thing. I remember straight. that because I remember you're the one that told me to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's. I was like, holy shit, this is one of the fucking best shows ever. Yeah, um, it was just fun. That, it was fun. It was nostalgic it was. and and uh, good. And and I think it really fed the success of Stephen King's It, the first movie, because because uh, right. it kind of even though that was a previous story that was already written but i mean it it fed that need for kind of this youthful these youthful characters interacting and uh, uh like stand by me or uh, oh yeah uh, but kind of it's it's nice to see uh well yeah that that's what i thought i thought stranger things did really well was it uh, had some young actors that just got along really effectively well, that's, so that's what i liked about shows like that is like when when you when you watch them and you almost feel like like you know what I'm gonna give up an hour of sleep to watch the next one. Yeah, Card had none of that. No. Um, even Discovery I'm finding is is a little bit hit or miss. Um, which is you know I and I like that one. I I I don't think it's if I had to put it up against any of the other Star Wars like I I never was into Deep Space. I watched Deep, you know Deep Space Nine. Next, okay. Yeah, I never did watch that one, but I did watch like Voyager and stuff like that. If I had to put, you know, Discovery up into against those, I'd say it it, it can hold its own with like Voyager, um, not necessarily Next Generation. Uh, no, but um, my main problem with it is in, and I don't know if we'll ever go over it, but because it's a prequel, essentially. It's it's adding some fucking serious questions and like, um, you guys are doing shit that they're not even doing in any of the others that happened after this and absolutely go against everything they did in these other ones. So what the hell's going on here? <laughs> I hear they kind of clean it up a little bit at the end and but we'll see. I do like the Pike character though. Yeah. I did, like him a lot. Did you watch uh Russian dolls? No, not yet. That's another one that's on that list from our Netflix special. Right. That's one that I th- <coughs> I think I stayed up late because it, it, I, I don't think there's too many episodes, maybe eight episodes. But uh, it's it kind of ha- it's kind of like um, what, what uh, what's the what's the series? The the Good Place. The Good Place. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. How how the episodes are, are interesting and you like where they're going, but then it's like, Oh, this is, is this the same thing over and over again? And then suddenly a new episode drops and it's completely different. And you're like, Ooh, kind of like the good place where the next season completely, you know, throws it on top of its head and then it goes somewhere else completely different for season three. Um, Russian dolls kind of does that a little bit, which is fun. Again, I think I already mentioned this. I don't know how much you're going to, 
if you, I, well, you knew the character from Orange is the New Black or, or what, what was she mm-hmm. in? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you care, if you if you liked her in that, I thought she might annoy Actually, you. Actually, she was one of my favorite characters okay. in Orange is the New Black. Okay. Good. Good. Then then I don't know why you think I wouldn't like people. <laughs> I'm a very loving guy. I have no problem with anybody. <laughs> Which we all know is bullshit. I, I'll call people out in a heartbeat. <laughs> I have no problem hating people. I thought she might annoy you. Sometimes you get annoyed by oh, people. Oh, I do. Get, I do yeah. Well, so I do get annoyed by characters in in shows, but that doesn't mean I won't continue to watch them even if they annoy me. Yeah. Sometimes that's that's what intrigues me about them. It's like ah fuck, I you know I root against them essentially. Yeah. Well, she's Breaking Bad. She's a lot like Woody Allen in the in in Russian Dolls. She kind of has that same level of annoyance. But I mean, I think I, I think can see that. Yeah, some of his stuff is. Me. <laughs> it's okay. We'll see. <laughs> but I mean, it's well, it's like I can watch shows and I can watch the whole thing and still be annoyed. Like I mean, Breaking Bad was a perfect example of that. That's true. I yeah. really did not like those characters. I, I mean, granted, I I, I take that back because I did like the kid Jesse. I think it was right. Um, he kind of was, I, I kind of was rooting for him and it was kind of like this kid's getting the fucking, he keeps getting this bad, you know, the shitty end of the stick when, when he shouldn't, you know, he just bad luck after bad luck. Yeah. Where Walter White, I was like, yeah, that guy, he, he gets everything he deserves or should. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, if, if I had to take those time, this, this 10 episodes back. Actually, more than that, because I know I've watched mo- more than one of them two or three times trying to understand them. Um, yeah, waste a lot of hours. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, but, I don't, I, there was only a couple episodes that I really was entertained on first viewing. Some of them, some of them I, on a second viewing, when I kind of deciphered more of it, 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 it affected me more, but, but true. it shouldn't always be the way it should, it, no, you know, well, there, there should be enough not- to, to kind of carry you through the episode so you want to see it again and pick up more details not right that you have to go back in order to 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 figure <laughs> well, it out so that it it resonates more that's what i was gonna say is like not all the you know there was there was two or three episodes that it was like there was nothing in that that interested me at all but there was there was at least a little bit in almost every episode that i was like okay it's not horrible mm-hmm. like i mean the first episode is was probably one of the better ones and there was parts of the eighth that I liked because that to me seemed more other than the very beginning. The very beginning was like one of the worst parts of the whole series. Um, but that, that, you know, there were some parts in that episode eight that were really, yeah. I, I had three favorite episodes. The first one, the, uh, mm-hmm. the one that you did not like the, yeah, the one where they, the, the bar. Them. Yeah. And, and, uh, where where seven of nine of it was introduced, I really liked that one, and then I loved the one with the the where they visited Riker and uh, and. Uh, so now that was yeah. that was by far the best episode of the entire series to me was when they uh, landed on the planet with Riker and. I I agree. I, I'll, at the same time, though, I almost feel like that is that a is that a little bit of a cop out that we were here we're revisiting characters, so it was more nostalgia that filled that that kind of kind of filled up. I don't think so. To me, it was because it actually had, well, okay, the daughter. She was, The daughter was not an old character, so wasn't revisiting anything, but she had some of the best building moments and the most sincere moments in the entire season. She was cast so well. 
I, I really think she. But I mean, yeah, she's, and how they played did, her, and how yeah. they handled yep. her, and how she talked to Soji. I mean, she was interesting. She made she made You're you right. root. And so that's what I mean by like, yeah, I love I like Riker. He was one of my you know favorites of this entire season. He wasn't a favorite of mine from Next Generation. <laughs> like if I go back, he would, you know, he would be down three or four for sure. Um, but in this, I, I loved how he played him. I loved how he ended up in yeah. Troy, you know, not one of my favorites from original either, but I loved what they did with her in, in this, they, they were more, more interesting now in, in to me than Picard was now. Right. Yeah. Picard was so far from what Picard was before. You know, yeah. Well, now and, and and also, I after I'm building this barbecue, and now I, I want to add a third add-on so I can have like a so like do some a, pizza, do some pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that'll that'll come uh, next season. Um, nice. <laughs> or next quarantine, I'll add that on. Oh God, <laughs> no, no next quarantine. Okay, good. <sighs> we just we just we'll we'll have weekends where we can do pizzas. Right, no right. Quarantine. Uh, cool. Well, that's kind of all I have for for Picard. Um, I think we're both on the same page. It's it's a uh, we wouldn't want to seize it again. Nope. And and I'm uh, realistically, if they come out with a, a season two, I I don't know if I'll even watch it. I would probably wait. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be anxious to just. Uh, You'd wait you till know. you can get a thirty day free trial and watch all of it. <laughs> right. Or until I listen to a podcast, someone you know how's they seize it part two uh, that, yeah. you know <laughs> the second coming that that, that tells right. us tells us one way or the others you know <laughs> true true but orville yeah. i i'm i'm orville, i'm up yeah. for orville i'm gonna i'm gonna put the at least episode uh 10 11 and 12 on my list to watch this let's week let's, so let's get it done and, and get a review out there and then we can cover the the last three episodes and then uh the first full season um and maybe i don't know if it's our next one uh, i know we still wanted to do our uh uh, Amazon Prime right. Hulu review. Um, maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll put out a, uh, a message on Facebook group and see if anybody answers and says what they would rather hear. Well, or we could always just kind of integrate them both. I've already written some stuff down from at least what I've watched on Amazon. I, I again, I haven't explored. I just got Hulu last week, so so I haven't. Hulu is uh, interesting because it has a lot of fresh things like new new episodes. There's some things on 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 hulu i think uh you and cindy would like together well there's two things i've watched on hulu in the past i watched there there was a stephen king uh 1963 adaptation with uh uh-huh. and i watched that uh years ago when it came out just because i wanted to check it out because i loved the book um and um uh, and then i also got a trial and watched some of the what's the one with the the woman from uh invisible man uh it's oh we she's got this about that. it's like a old time or it's some apocalyptic series where where they're and the handmaiden's tale or something like that right right yeah handmaiden's tale okay um, yeah that was oh i yeah. watched uh, a couple episodes of that when i had a little trial of it years ago but uh we wa- i watched the first season and uh it it's good i i couldn't get into the second season okay um right. but no that's a really good one um, I think you and Cindy would both enjoy Stumptown. Right, you um, mentioned that. I wrote that one down from last or a couple weeks ago or something. Yeah, that's um, that's one of those ones. It's more of a fun, fun kind of, uh, you know, popcorn, popcorn show. 
uh, where you can turn your brain off a little bit. It still has some thinking to it and some, it's got some great character development, which, which I think you would like. Um, and Cindy, I think she'll like it because of the popcorn aspect. You know, it's got a great, uh, lead character, female, strong female character in the, uh, up front. And I think, I think it's super good show. Nice. So, so yeah. Okay. Well, I'll throw that up there and, uh, we will either next episode. And I know we talked about trying to do one, you know, like a double this week or last week, but we never got around to doing it Sunday. Yeah. I don't know. I think we both were just busy with stuff. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, it's strange times. I, I don't know. I, I sometimes I think I'm 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 too overwhelmed with nothing. You know, it's kind of that. Uh, well, I ended up cooking. I ended up doing. Um, we, had, we had two uh, corned beef briskets left over from St. Patrick's Day, so I did those on the uh, the Traeger. Nice. And so got that all set up. So we kind of actually had like a kind of sit down um, dinner, uh, family dinner, which we hadn't had in a while. So. About about the time five o'clock rolled around, it kind of was more of a. And we'd also had that Bevmo uh, run that day, so we were. I, I was I was day drinking all day. Day um, drinking can slow you down a little bit, make it make it hard to hard to really be very motivated to do. So our, our close friends, the Kincaids, <laughs> yeah. um, we were talking to them, and they they Friday and they had been drinking Bloody Marys, starting early in the afternoon, and got me on this Bloody Mary kick. <laughs> I didn't get one until Sunday, so I got my Bloody Mary Sunday morning. Cucumber? Did you guys, or I'm not cucumber. Did you get a celery stick to go Yes, in? I did. Good. Oh, no, I, I went full bore. I got, <laughs> had bacon in mine. <laughs> bacon stick, like full, oh, so good. I've never heard of that. You all have to educate me on the, the bacon um, Bloody Mary. I, I it's, it's just a regular Bloody Mary, but because we had bacon that morning and I had bacon, I threw a piece of bacon in it. Oh, so this was a Noah is, this was you doing your own. Yeah. Yeah. I'm twist by far not some super Bloody Mary make. I'm, I'm probably on the tame side for most people. Cause I don't put any Tabasco or anything hot in it. So if I were to look up bacon, Bloody Mary, I wouldn't get any hits. Or I don't know. It? You might. Okay. <laughs> I didn't follow a recipe after I followed the recipe for tomato juice, Worcestershire, Vodka. Uh, we put some Cheetos vodka in it. Yeah. And um, the celery stick. Um, I put I didn't put pepper or the Tabasco or whatever, but right. I did put like uh, I put some onion powder, some garlic salt, and some regular salt. Mix it up with the celery stick and to taste. And Instead, then I, I need some bacon. Because <laughs> I had a piece of bacon, so I threw it in it. Nice. And I let it soak. And it was super delicious. And uh, it was cooked about- bacon, yeah. Or, yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> oh real nice it's like that costco thick bacon too it was good yeah. <laughs> yeah so after about four of those and then some others throughout the day i damn yeah it was a it was a day of drinking so but it's all good all right well uh i'll throw that up there tonight um okay. and then uh i'll try and get this episode out uh so uh where can the people uh get a hold of us Let's see if you can remember it all uh, well, hwsi.podbean.com is the uh, yep. the website. Uh, and uh, oh, I fixed the picture. I don't yeah. I don't know if you noticed it, but but I think you had resized it so it only it it fit nice on mobile platforms. But you, when you saw it on a big screen, it cut uh-huh. off our heads. So, oh, <laughs> so I, I kind of readjust. I kind of had to squeeze the logo at the top so it brought our okay. heads up just enough to now to now our heads are peeking out the top of the title. So. 
anyway um and then uh and then you can, okay and then uh, email is how dot we dot c's s e e e z how many e's three e's i might three have said four e's, right it's uh, dot it at gmail.com right and then Facebook, yeah. I don't know what, uh, is it the same thing on it's Facebook? Just the, it's the How We Sees It Facebook group. We actually okay. have 72 members right now. I, I, we uh, we actually had someone uh, request it uh, last week. Request. Uh, so I thought, request to become part of a member of it. Someone someone new, okay. It's good. Yeah, that's been there. I mean, it was it was our friend Aaron Fightmaster from- Oh, right, uh, right, right, okay. Yeah. And so I, I was like, oh, sweet. And like two days later, I get a message like, a Aaron requested. I'm like, oh, I did. I thought I accepted it, so I had to go back and make sure she got in there. So, so yeah, <laughs> we still. Hopefully, people are still seeing stuff and and yeah. coming back. And one of these days, we'll get some interaction. Um, if we ever get released to go back to movies, we'll get some uh, some uh, podcasts with friends. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, where we'll. It'll really start to develop more when we start getting out there again. Yeah. You know, this shelter in place is really cramping our our style of, of right. going out and, uh, and doing them out in the out in the wild right and i think if um if if theaters don't open up right back right away because i know there's they talked about some uh, limitations on people that it may it may hamper theaters that uh maybe we do some viewing parties yeah you know someone's house or something well it like doesn't that. always have to be movies it can be uh you know right but that's what I mean. Take out. We can do a takeout. <laughs> I think that would be, well, I want to, I want to do the beer pairing. I yeah. want to do beer pairings and I want to do some, just some tasters. Yeah. Some, some, some flights places. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get into the, I'm trying to study a little bit more into the beers and get to know the hops and by name and what the flavors are and stuff like that. I actually want to almost try and brew my own someday. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll see if that ever happens. I, My brother did that for for years and made some good stuff. I helped him out a little bit, but he was down in San Diego, so I would only get like weekends with him. So I wouldn't yeah. be there for the full uh, the full. Uh, I would be there for like the you know the 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 mash and the hopping, but not the not the, the uh, enjoying it. <laughs> well, yeah, he did actually send me some once when we made a we made a Pliny clone. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast oh, before, nice. but uh, that which turned out really well. Um, good. So yeah, I'm thinking I, about uh roping in our friend uh, uh Mr. Kincaid. Uh, yeah, he well he'll he'll, he'll offer his beer wisdom. He's got he's got yeah, plenty no, of that. He's, he's uh he's definitely uh someone to fun to go drink with, and yeah, he's, he's likes his beer. So does Mr. Kincaid. So it's it's always fun. Cool. All right. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for us today. So we'll sign off from now. So All that's right. how we seize it. Good night. Good night. Thank you.